Welcome to Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Cole. I'm Freddie Woff. It's February. <sighs> Man, it is February 1st. We're a whole month into this. 2022.0. Seriously? Oh, man. I didn't realize there were 13 months in a year. Did you? No, I didn't either. But 2020, it would make sense if, if it's any year it would have 13 months, it would be 2020. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Late delivery. So 2021, I miss it. It's a birth date. Yeah. It was sleeping. It was <laughs> in quarantine and, you know, it had to quarantine for a month, 30 day quarantine for 2021. Yeah, you were due. We're going to have to do labor, damn it. I always lead what you got. Yeah. Well, hey, man. So what I'm going to lead with is uh, I just finished on Netflix season three of Cobra Kai. And I know that I can't say very much about it because you haven't seen it yet. But I will say this. It's on par with, if not better than the first season. And the reasons why, I cannot say because you have not seen it. But... um, (laughs) It's definitely an improvement over season two, which I didn't enjoy as much. Uh, I thought it, you know, it got away from what made season one so fantastic. Sort of like the Karate Kid 2 did (laughs) following the Karate Kid. Um, But season three, man, season three is real fun. It's on Netflix now. Um, All your favorite people are back, plus some really fun surprises. You know, I mean, really, that's all I can say. Look, man, I didn't even realize... I had burned through it all. Like by the time I got to the last episode, I was like, fuck, you gotta be kidding me. This is the last one. And I was so pissed. Cause I was like, I got to savor this. I got to make it work. And I just couldn't do it. I, I went through it in two days. I just, you know, ba bang, bang. And I went back and I was like, fuck, did I miss one? Did I fall asleep? Nope. I saw them all. <laughs> and you know, now I just need season four. And I wasn't sure how I was going to feel going in. Cause like I said, I didn't love season two, but man, season three more than makes up for season two. And like I said, it's, it's on par with or better than the first one. Mm, well, that's so catch up, Corey, catch up, man. I know you're, I know you're revisiting from season one, but you know, we'll have lots to talk about. That's the thing as I'm revisiting so I can get to season three. Cause I haven't seen, I hadn't seen season one in two and a half years since it was on YouTube red. So that's how long it's been. Wow. Um, so, but I'm looking forward to seeing it because watching it again, it's so good. And Zabka is just fucking gold. You, what I will say about the is that uh, Netflix put a little, I mean, it is a show looks better too. Like when you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. I mean, in every aspect. You know, I, again, I always ran it through YouTube and in the YouTube app on my Apple TV. So I always, it always looked good to me. I just mean production value. Like oh, no, no, it, it no, looks, no. That's know. what I'm kind of getting at. So when I saw the trailer for the third movie, for like a, like I looked up, I wasn't like watching it, but the sound was turned down. I'm like, man, that looks good. Right. You can, obviously, because at that point, you know, Netflix goes, oh, yeah, well, we're taking all of that and we're going to give you some more money to make this show better. Yeah. No, 100%. Man. It, 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 and it's really fun this season. Real fun. Cool. For all the reasons that the other seasons are fun. It's just, you know, they got, they just fixed it. You know, they had a hiccup and they fixed it. You can, you could, you could almost watch season. The only reason there's only like two reasons you need to watch season two (laughs) to, to, uh, for continuity sake. Right. Oh, so you're saying it's like back to the future too. Oh, I like back to the future too, but yeah, I guess you could say that. I like it. Okay. It's just, uh, you know, that, like I said, I would before about them, about that trilogy. It's like, I like three a lot. I think I like three more than two, but two is a, a conduit between one and three. So you have to have it there. Sure. But, but I'm not, I'm not, I, I think it might be an unfair comparison. 
good, but I have seen season two of Cobra Kai and, and I get, I get your analogy. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it is what it is. It's fitting. I mean, I kind of stole the analogy from you, but I'm sorry, but Hey, what, you know, what? what are you going to do? That's uh, stolen. doesn't matter if we agree on something like that. Right. No, we totally agree. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, I would have found my way there because I, I just, like I said, I didn't season two. I was like, I was afraid that, you know, they, they, they had built this really fucking cool thing. And then they drove it right into the fucking, you know, they went right into that wall with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. When he found out Elizabeth McGovern was pregnant and she's having a baby. <laughs> see how I did that? Right see, back into the eighties. I see what you did. Hmm. There's a show that's screaming for a TV series. She's having a baby. At least season one. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could see it having a, yeah, sure. All right. So that, there, that's, that, there, I, there, there's my first crack at it. What you got, man? Oh, well, just something I overlooked last week. And we don't talk about Blue Underground very much. We've mentioned it before, but there's not usually titles in there that kind of usually jump out at us. But dude, they announced last week that they have a remastered The Final Countdown coming out in April. Oh, shit. Yeah. The, it's a full 4K restoration from the original 35 Neg. They give, they're giving it the, and on the 4K side, they're giving it full Dolby Vision and HDR, which is, crazy for a movie this old <laughs> brand new audio track and then they're doing the soundtrack on a separate cd what i mean pretty much everything else on here is something that came with the blu-ray release but the, those are the standout points for the 4k release and it's and wow here's what's weird april 27th we usually don't hear about these titles like six plus and six months minimum before they get released but obviously they got a lot of free time in their hands. Right. You know, maybe their window of time was closing for release. Maybe it took them a little bit longer because of COVID to get it out. So maybe this was going to be announced sooner than to, than, than last Friday, uh, last Sunday, excuse me. There it is, man. Final countdown wow. 4k from blue underground. And it's yeah. not expensive. Surprisingly, I thought it would be a little more pricier than it is, but 40 bones uh, about that. Yeah. And it, the, the pre-order is not available yet. Cause it's, it's a pretty fresh announcement, but Still, man, for a movie that, and I, I, I honestly feel the movie was supposed to be put out last year because it's 40th anniversary was last year. Dude, I, I would have felt like the perfect fucking time to release it would have been on December 7th, the uh, Pearl Harbor anniversary, yeah. but I guess maybe not. You know, I mean, that would have been the 40th. Maybe they just, maybe they had so much good stuff. They just couldn't get it, you know, they just couldn't get it done. That's what I'm going to go with. I think, I think what it was is though, truly is like, don't, they didn't have anything new to, to add to it. You know, there's a, you know what I mean? There, everything else is the same, is the same as the previous Blu-ray release. It's just improved picture, improved sound. But I think I'm with you there because last year was its 40th anniversary and it would have made a lot more sense to put it out at a, last year. And I'm guessing that's probably what, what, what the plan was. Right. And also Kirk Douglas died early last year, right? I mean, he died yeah. in 2020 as well. Passed away. Yeah. Well, I remember seeing the final countdown in the theater and walking in there. I had no idea what I was seeing because the trailer for it was like, was kind of ambiguous. They put a bunch of effect shots, you know, money shots in there. You have no idea what's going on. They sort of explain it, but it's not as bitching as, you know, this was a, for me, this was the first like real time travel movie I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, I dealt with time travel and was aware of it, the the, I, the concept and everything like that at, at 11 years old. But for me, what blew me away was like, oh, wait, he stayed and then he's there now. I'm like, and so it was, 
it was like first, it was like a cool introduction to just how, how going back in time can fuck with things. Right. And, and then five years later we get, well, I just don't even got that far. Four years later we get Terminator <laughs> and a year after that we get back to the future. There, it was an interesting window of time of time travel. Also, it's the other one. What's the one, the motorcycle one, the time traveler? Is that what it's called? Time writer. Time writer. There it is. Time traveler. Well, there's also, <laughs> don't forget, a movie you could pair this movie with easily is The Philadelphia Experiment. Oh, yeah. Starring Michael Pare. Yeah. And uh, Nancy Allen. And we always talked about, too, that that was something we're going to cover. Hey. Oh, boy. Now I just blew it. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how much we blew it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, but yeah, man, God, this, this is cool. Cause I'm a big fan of uh, this film. I yeah. remember I, I, yeah. I saw it a few years ago. I want to ask, maybe it was, was it the new Beverly or either, either I saw it at the new Beverly or I saw it when I was out of town working in new Orleans, maybe at the Britannia. Right. I don't remember where, but I remember being super excited because I had ne I had never seen it on a big screen. Again, it's funny because the previous Blu-ray release for this came from Blue Underground, but it, are you ready for this? 2008, it was released. The Blue? Yeah. And it, it's wow. it's super weird for them, for a, a company like this to still have rights or maybe they got the rights back. I don't know. But even back then, it was a four out of five on the video quality. Can now, can you just imagine now with them doing a full 4K restoration? It can't be worse. It's got to be better, right? So, yeah, I mean, why put the, you're not going to put all the money and time into it just to turn right around and do that. Now, by the way, that Blu-ray, the, the, the 4K set does come with a new Blu-ray that's, that's a different encode than what's on this 2008 release. Again, across the board, if you're looking up, if you know Final Countdown, you're looking for an upgrade, well, you got your 4K upgrade. I don't think that even if, even being struck off the new remaster, I don't know if you can get that much of a difference between this Blu-ray that already was a solid encode to what we have now. But there's one thing I've been, I've been noticing, you know, not just with Final Countdown, but just kind of bring something up. A lot of the movies that are in our wheelhouse, the things that we cover on this show that fit under the Better Remembered, Remembered Better moniker, we're seeing these things hit optical after not being ever released on Blu-ray or maybe Blu-ray like right at the beginning of, of, the, the push for the format, maybe in 2008, 2010, right? But now I'm seeing more and more titles like Mannequin. I mean, Mannequin's, an, you know, is it's an older release. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's, it's, yes. five, it's a five-year-old release. But my point is, is that I think that when you're seeing all these catalog titles, you know, pop up here and there, I think we're going to see it a lot more now because of the shutdown last year. Because like we mentioned earlier, studios are trying to find ways to, build up ad revenue and they're realizing like, dude, you know, streaming doesn't really make as much, as much money as selling optical discs of dummies. Right. And since most people aren't going anywhere and they're ordering things on Amazon, let's put some optical discs back out. Paramount Pictures was just ahead of the curve. They just wanted to release stuff because they could. It's been a year, by the way, since that they first announced all those titles of Paramount Presents. Right. That Pretty in Pink Man is still like best thing. I mean, the Roman Holiday is great too, but I'm saying Across the board, we're seeing this more and more now. And, and I just think it's good, not just for the collectors like us, but I think people might find themselves collecting again and going back to, to where, you know, streaming isn't all that, especially when, like, I'll use The Office as an example. You get used to it being on a certain service and you're paying for that service and you become so reliant on it that you get all angsty about things when it's not there anymore. Well, optical disc isn't going to hurt you that way. <laughs> you don't have to follow The Office to Peacock. 
if you have the Blu-rays or the DVDs, they're right there for you. Plus you get more, you get more, you get your outtakes, you get your commentaries, you get so much more. That's what I'm saying is if you don't want to get burned <laughs> and the movie is super affectionate to you, just buy it. And I don't mean right. buy the streaming version. I mean, buy the physical copy. <laughs> Teach your kids how to, how to be proper appreciators of the work. Streaming. Exactly. Stream, well, this thing, yeah, I, I don't get me started on streaming and downloading. <laughs> I got burned by music. That's why I don't buy it like that anymore. I don't stream anything. I don't buy, buy shit unless I have physical. All right. Well, that leads me to uh, my next pick of the week or, you know, just something that looks interesting. I haven't started it yet. Started to watch it last night and realized I was probably going to fall asleep. So I just put Stargate back on. Uh, but I'm going right into this, man, because it looks cool as shit. I love the trailer. It's uh, losing Alice on Apple Plus. Mm. It maybe it might be trending right now because I did actually see like when I was like, what the fuck? Because it came up when I was flipping over um, just to see what was on Apple Plus if there was anything new. And it came on and I watched the. Uh, I was like, ooh, that looks interesting. It is right up my alley. It's an internationally acclaimed psychological thriller. Alice is a middle-aged film director who feels lost since raising her family, but a chance meeting with Sophie, a femme fatale screenwriter, takes Alice on an obsessive journey towards success at any cost. So, hey, man, I, just, I can see where that shit's going. <laughs> Sophie. And, yeah, man, so I'm going to jump on and check that out. But the trailer looks really cool. If you have Apple Plus, it's not going to cost you anything. If you don't, tune in next week and I'll let you know if it's worth tuning in or, <laughs> or, you know, or, or pursuing further, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get into this fully this week. I'll take a break from Stargate. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're almost done. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I still got four seasons left. I think there's 10 seasons. Like, 10 I'm, seasons. I'm six. Oh my gosh. Yeah, For some reason I thought it was seven. No, it was 97 to 2007. Wow. Yeah, man. Crazy. Like I had no idea. And then, then there's Stargate Atlantis, which I didn't even, I have not seen any of it. And I didn't realize Jason Momoa was in Stargate Atlantis because I didn't, I never watched it. So, you That's know, super I might weird, check right? that out. Yeah. Right. And then he's Aquaman. Doing. How'd that, how's that work out? Yeah, man. No wonder they couldn't get Vince from uh, Entourage to play Aquaman. He never had a shot at it. Not with that guy out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were grooming Momoa. Hey, check out, just come on Stargate Atlantis. Let's see, let's see what you're all about. Uh, so, so yeah, man, that's a, but what I, like I told you now that I'm on Stargate Atlantis and I'll to make this short, the Deloise connection. Right. Good God, dude. Peter is like a creative consultant. He directed a bunch of episodes, Michael, Peter, David, David, and then Dom. Dom. They have all, they have all been in episodes. It's so rad. All, yeah, the, Dom, and, uh, all the Deloise kids and, and father. And, their dad. and uh, Peter directed the episode that Dom was in, which was a really fun episode. And it was early on. It was probably season two or three, I think. Maybe three. Yeah. I know that that appeals to you. And maybe it appeals to others. Maybe I'm just late to the Stargate game and everybody's like, yeah, dumbass, we already know this. So, Well, I don't know any of it until you said something. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just super maybe late. you and I are the last <laughs> two guys out there who don't know anything about Stargate. You old but, you dummies. I mean, God, it came on when you guys were like 27. <laughs> I wasn't locked in a pandemic when I was 27. I didn't have to sit home and watch TV for a year. Yeah. And you haven't, and if you haven't heard us yet, you heard about what an appreciative assholes we were in our twenties. We're like, we were too yeah, busy totally. like going snoot, you know, being snooty towards cinema. I'm like, so of course we're going to be snooty towards television. Come on. Ah, yeah. It never crossed my mind. Never crossed my um, mind either. But anyway, losing Alice, Apple plus check it out. 
check out the trailer, see if it does it for you. It kind of does it for me. I'll let you know next week how this episode is. Because it looks like they're dropping it one at a time, I think. Are they really? I think so. I mean, I always see. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of, that's how they've been doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. I'm okay with it. As once it drops, you don't, I mean, you can watch it anytime. It's not like you have to tune in it. Right. It's eight o'clock Thursday night or it, you're fucked. Right. This isn't, this isn't the day after where it, you know, you had to talk about it every day the next day and you had to watch it the night before, otherwise you're screwed and you get to hear about it the next day. Right. Event television as they used to call it. <laughs> and what do you do now? Like now people, people just pop on internet and like, or they're, yeah. they're not, they're not even waiting to finish it. They're live tweeting. So. Right. People are doing it during the thing. This is terrible. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So I'm 42 minutes and eight seconds in. I gotta say, man, your discovery of the DeLuise thing is interesting considering things. Oh right? yeah, dude. You got, you know, check it out. There's some really, and they do some crazy stuff. They, they, they go, uh, I don't know, man. It's always entertaining. I mean, even if it's cheesy you know, uh, at know, times, but they, the storylines are fun. You look at these types of, of shows like, like this and like Babylon 5, you know, those kinds yeah. of shows that I'm have- I'm a big fan of that. Right. You know, on the surface back then anyway, on the surface, it looked like, oh God, do I want to watch that? I felt the same way about Farscape until you watched it. Oh, oh, is it good? I'm because I'm going. Oh I'm going my there gosh, next. I love. Look, all you have to do is have right. a love for Henson, and then that's enough. It has enough of that whimsical magic that the Hensons, anything they're associated with, is is tied to. And I don't. And I mean, when Jim was still alive, I don't mean with what Brian right. did with that puppet movie where they're, yeah. <laughs> Dirty uh, Muppets, as yeah. they call it. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I just call it Dirty Muppets because I cannot Muppets. remember the name. <laughs> Dirty Muppets. So my second batch of retro VHS Blu-rays came in last week. Ooh. What do you get? Neighbors and True Believer. Oh, oh True Believer is yeah, fucking great, dude. Yeah, dude, that's from the first one Back I cracked Back when I open. used to clamor to see oh, a fucking God. James Wood movie. I remember seeing the sucker when it came out of VHS because, of course, it had that rad Columbia title, which we talked about before. When you put the styrofoam in there, you could push it in and make the farting sound at the video store. Yep. So oh, I always yeah. did that with True Believer. Are you a True Believer? Yes, I am. This transfer, again, like we talked about the previous transfers, they're all the same. These things are like maybe laser disc level. Doesn't matter, man. Right. Whether it's intentional or not. You've got a movie that is so damn good. You don't have to worry about it being VHS. It's proper aspect ratio and it looks good and it's it's watchable i mean come on if we could take a laser disc and put it on dvd this is that but, but a little bit better so and right. it costs eight dollars you don't have to, you don't have to bother all that right you don't have to find the, you don't check on the laser disc and find someone to transfer it and then burn yeah. it to, you know you're right. eliminating your you know what is your time worth man <laughs> you know you're not finding yourself on amazon buying a, a a piece of gear that allows you to play your laser disc player on your current television nobody would ever right. do that no, no, nobody. No one, I, no one I know nobody. but me. <laughs> anyway. But I thoroughly enjoyed watching um, Roadside Profits. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, out of all the movies in your collection that I'm aware of and your latest collection, that was the one I'm like going, I bet you that's the first thing you watch. Yeah, that I watched. That's the one that you wanted me to transfer. Oh, shit. That and watch it. That's illegal. You can't do that. Well, that's why it's transferring. That's, that's why I bought the little piece on Amazon. There you go. <laughs> Between that and watch it. But yes. dude, true believer. And what else did you get? Neighbors. Neighbors. God, dude, I haven't seen neighbors in fucking, I'm going to say 
30 years. I haven't seen it. I don't it. think I, I haven't seen it since it was on V. I haven't seen it since VHS. I, it's, it's been a long time. I mean, and I was in college probably. And by the way, this is a great segue and this was totally unintentional, but neighbors is directed by John Avildsen who did all three credit Karate Kid. Karate Kid movies. Yeah. Look at that. Totally unintentional. Bingo. Jeez. Ding, 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 ding. How does it, you know, you know, karate in the garage. So the neighbors came on the heels of the formula. Right. Brando and uh, George C. Scott. Yeah. Which I do own a copy of. Yeah. that's. A, I actually like that movie. It's pretty fucking good. And then John Gielgud's in it. A year before he steps into his role on Arthur. Right. It's a solid flick. You know, it's funny. You know, you look at Avelson. And the work he has, he's made some classics, obviously, you know, the original Rocky. And then he came back around. I didn't realize he came back for Rocky Five. I figured there's a certain point that Stallone was just directing all of it. Yeah, I think that was, I think that was a big, I remember that was a big draw. Like that was like, the, you know, you know, that he was back. Yeah, that was a weird one. You know, and he probably, once it came out, he probably wished he would have stayed away. But <laughs> It is by far the worst Rocky movie. It's not good. For many. I mean, uh, there's some funny things in it that are okay, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's hokey. It's super not, I, I think, I, I don't think I've seen it more than once. I think I maybe have a copy because I think somebody gave me, my brother maybe gave me the Rocky box set. Oh. Yeah. Fox I had put it out on DVD. Yeah. That's, I think that's the only reason I own it too, is when, yeah. Bal, when Bal, Rocky Balboa came out, they put out that box set and then I got it from that. Because let's be honest, man, one and two are good. Three is, three is the fuck. Three and four, dude. To me, three and four are my favorite. They're the ones I watch the most. Yeah, that if boy, if there was a Karate in the Garage, like Hall of Fame, both those movies, boom. <laughs> yeah, and the reason why we'll never watch those for this show, in my opinion, anyway, I love both movies. I saw them recently, like in the last year, so and I love them just as much as I did back then. All we'll do is spend, you know, an hour gushing over movies. And nobody wants to hear us saying nice things about movies. No. Uh, <laughs> Some people expect us to gnaw on, on the hand that feeds us, so to speak. John G. Alton, John G. Alton also did Lean on Me, um, which is a pretty great movie. Yeah. At the time. I don't, I, I don't, I haven't seen it in a while. Um, For I keep did it. see For Keeps. Eight Seconds. I'm a big fan of Eight Seconds. I remember people like going, what are you doing, Molly? <laughs> I thought for this movie did, didn't do bad. You know, for keeps did 17 and a half million, but the idea that one of the Brat Pack would be pregnant. Yeah. I mean, you didn't, you just, wait, you just did two movies where you're America's sweetheart, so to speak. Well, didn't she, did she do this? She did two. Then she did two where she wasn't America's cause the pickup artist dude, like when she bangs Downey Jr. In the back of a car, it tells him if you'll stop talking. 87 or was it 89? <laughs> I thought it came out around the time that Less Than Zero came out. It was 87 or 88. 87. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh Horses was an 88 too. Yeah. This is her trying to step away. <laughs> Fresh Horses. I'm like, <laughs> I totally forgot about it. I saw it. Her reunion with Andrew McCarthy. <laughs> oh, wait. The Covenant poster is the best. Oh, my gosh. It's so coming at you right now. <laughs> oh my god! I forgot all about this cover, where they they got Molly. She's all done up like Glenn Close. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it's terrible, oh man. God. I mean, look, yeah, dude. I, I think. I mean, poster wise, I dig it, but as far as 
it's cool and, and it's different, much different than anything you would have seen at that time. It looks like the album cover from, remember the family? <laughs> I love the family. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, doesn't this kind of remind yeah. you of like the album cover it, from well, the they, family? I think they know it too. That's why they use all the purple. <laughs> and the black and, and the way it's black and white yeah. is with the purple. Yeah. Because yeah. right that time, because Under the Cherry Moon was 86. I prayed Under the yep. Cherry Moon was 86. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A fucking underrated album that is. Um, speaking of Prince and that movie, Under the Cherry Moon, it's not good. And I'm, I'm not going to, and this isn't, this isn't why I'm bringing it up that it's not good, but the music is wonderful, by the way. And the score for Under the Cherry Moon is so fucking fun. It's so good. By the way, that's a, you should own that anyway, because they give you a purple case. The Blu-ray case is purple. And the other two reasons you should own Under the Cherry Moon, one is Jerome Benton, and the other is Stephen Burkhoff, who we all know and love as Victor Maitland yeah. and <laughs> from Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. It's a gorgeous, super contrasty black and white. Dude, Michael Bauhaus shot it. I mean, yeah, oh, I Christ, know. it should That's look good. You knew it was going to look good. And, and Richard Silbert direct, uh, production designed it. I mean, come on. The, this Blu-ray it, looks- It looks stunning. The Blu-ray looks fantastic. And I, and I know it's just, you know, I know people look at Warner Brothers just doing a cash grab because they put all three of those movies out. That, that three pack was the first time two of those movies were even on Blu-ray. And it's the first time that that Purple Rain was proper in proper aspect ratio. So, I mean, they didn't, they didn't, it wasn't a cash grab like everybody thinks it was because they put out a bunch of things that in, in that, that little three pack that they wouldn't have. Fucking rad. I still haven't opened my graffiti bridge. I still have never seen it. <laughs> you know, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I have, I mean, I've, I know the songs because I, I, I mean, I've listened to the soundtrack, but I just have never seen the movie. I don't know. I think it's out of print now. No, That's I what, have it. I have a copy of it. I, mean, I, I do too, but I'm just it. saying, I'm looking, I was double checking the price. <laughs> sell, sell, sell. It's like pork bellies. I mean, you know me and Prince, there's no way, <laughs> but wow. Yeah. Wait, hold on a second. Why is that one so expensive? Okay. The, okay. So are you ready for this? The U S release is out of print, but, and it's like 80 bucks in most places. If you wanted the three pack, you can get the UK import for $20, not even through Amazon UK, like here. Does that, is that weird? That is weird. Cause that's cheaper than what I paid for it. I paid $24 for it. Super bizarre. The one other thing is, you know how I am about the sign of the times box that coming out last year, but also last year, the Blu-ray for sign of the times came out. The, the live performance mixed with the narrative that came out last year. And they did a blue, they did a purple case as well. Unfortunately, it doesn't fit into the, into the sleeve with the other ones. It's really weird that they would do that. What is this? Yes. Look at Wendy. That, I never knew who this dude was. It was always so weird. You know, the, another one of the not, spinoffs from that era too, that I love is Maserati. Uh-huh. Oh, and yeah. one of the songs from that, 100 Miles Per Hour, was written by Prince, like most things were back then. And it was on that uh, Prince Originals that came out last year where all the songs that he had written, you get to hear oh, all yeah. the demo mm -hmm. versions of everything. And his glamorous life is so great. Probably like on two or three tracks on the entire record are pretty great because they do this thing where you hear it and you go, wait, this is identical to what was released, but the vocals are different. That's it. I mean, everything is right. It's because he said, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. You're just going to sit and you're going <laughs> to sing it like this. Exactly. I mean, dude, Manic Monday is the same way. Oh yeah. It's totally. And it was so rad about Prince is like you hear it and you're going, yeah. Oh yeah, dude, I get this. Oh, totally. I'm fine with this. For some dumb reason. 
all of those movies we just talked about, the three movies, uh, Under the Cherry Moon, Purple Rain, what do you call it? Graffiti, Graffiti Bridge. Bridge. <laughs> Jesus, dude. They've been re-released as single releases, individual releases, but they don't have that rad purple case, which sucks. And by the way, they're individual cases too. It's not just like one big purple case because you know how expensive that would have been for them. But now that's the way to go. But that Prince Blu-ray or Sign of the Times, the live performance. If you've never seen the live performance, this is this is pretty great. It's a, it's a UK release, but still, I don't think it's been released anywhere else. Everybody, everything I saw on it when it came out was saying that it was a massive upgrade to their VHS or Laserdisc or whatever they had for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of videos from Sign of the Times were struck from this performance, from this, from this. And I got to call it a movie because that's what it is. This is a lot like the kind of movies, like a song remains the same, that kind of thing. It's it's done as a concert film, but it's still got a lot of uh, cinematic elements to it that make it a little bit more than that. Wow. And how do we get on Prince, man? I don't know. See, see how it just works when we don't like think too hard about what we, you know, we just pick a couple things and we just. Oh, I know why it was because of Mallory Waldner purple purple poster cover. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, I had, I, yeah, I, I segued us in there for some reason because I thought it looked like the family. Yeah, so <laughs> thank I mean, you, Molly. Yeah, if she's pretty in pink, what is she on this cover? I don't know. Pouty and purple is what I would <laughs> say. <and> purple. <laughs> you know, <laughs> McCarthy's like looking at it going, because you look at this, this is like pretty and pink. Hey, what is, what is he even like? He's not even looking at yeah, it. Yeah, this, this, this is, this is, this is Andy and, and Blaine fast forward and like, oh, why did I this say This is like five you? years after I, he's like, God, I made a huge mistake. I should have let Ducky have you. Spader was correct. <laughs> Spader was right. Uh, he's rolling his eyes, man. Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> committing suicide the slow way. <laughs> He's thinking I need to go back to Cali. Oh, see what I Boom. did. Yeah, I do. All right. Well, we with, that, on that note. with that, should we make our move to Letterbox? <laughs> if you want to follow us. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> so this Thursday, we start a new a new oh, uh, right. set of shows for the month of February. Do we, yeah, do we at least want to tease what it's about? Not, not this episode, but like what the month is. Yeah, man, sure. Like, I mean, we can tell with it. I mean, yes, they're not going to, we're just not going to tell what, what, what they are. No, no, we're sure. not going to tell you the movie. Let's do it. All right. February. February. Because February 11th is the man, the myth, Burt Reynolds' birthday. The bandit, motherfucker. We were going to do this shit last year, but things being what they are, we couldn't get to it. Working and right. all that. You're on location. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be a Burt Reynolds month for the entire month of February. Hopefully we get an extra February out of 2021. Yes. <laughs> we'll just keep going. Because that would be rad. <laughs> the first episode drops on Thursday. If you're a Patreon supporter, you'll get that tomorrow, I mean Tuesday. Um, Tuesday evening. No, t- midnight at t- midnight. T- Tuesday at yeah, midnight so or you, Monday no. going into Tuesday at midnight or Tuesday going oh. into Wednesday at midnight. I'm confused, Corey. Monday night at 11.59.59.59 Pacific time. That's the last second you're going to see before it's available to you. Before it's, all right, very good. Now I'm, <laughs> now I'm not confused. Thank you. No confusion. So the first episode, which we just recorded Tuesday this weekend. Tuesday afternoon. And the good thing is, the thing that we're excited about is you've probably heard of three of these four. You probably have only seen one, two, maybe even one of these, which is, makes it all the more fun. You all might be surprised. There's not a total love affair going on. Oh, there is, but it, 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 it is. It's, it's one of those kind of yes. love affairs, like a 65 love affair. 
<laughs> Stop that, man. We're, we're all about puns today, apparently. Better remembered or remembered better. Yeah, it'll be good. You guys will have fun. Yes. I promise. We did. We One listened to the, the episode afterwards. We're like going, all right. Okay. All right, then. All right. That sounds, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's truthful yeah. and good. Love it. <laughs> All of those things. All those things rolled into one. <laughs> and if you were to go on the letterbox and see my account, which is Corey underscore Culp, you're not going to see these movies listed yet because we're not going to cheat that way. We're not going to we're not going to give you any insight other than what we just said. No. It's Burt Reynolds month. You're not going to see anything listed there until we've already watched them. And you know why? Because that's the way Bert fucking wants it. Yeah. Bert's like, fuck all of that. That's the way the bandit would give it to you, man. Yeah. And Gator and Hooper and whoever else. Yeah. All of them. That's how they roll. Fucker, why'd you have to go and see Hooper, man? I'm talking about Richard Dreyfus in Jaws. <laughs> Slowing ahead, Hooper. <laughs> fucking come down here and chum some of this shit. I can go slow ahead. Oh, shit. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash KITG podcast. Thank you, Patreon supporters. By the way, do you know what happens in April? Mm -mm. April is an entire Patreon listener month where all of our movies are being selected by our Patreon supporters. That's right. Isn't that cool? Have we filled up? We haven't filled up a slot no, yet. No, we, we haven't. Have, we have two full, one we full. Have, we, we have two have, full. We have two so far. We have two. Well, no, we might. No, 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 we have three. No, we, we have, three. have three, but the three depends on when, if we get that. Uh, well, the, to, to, well, we'll pick one of the other ones if not, but yes. Right. This is one of those few times that you get to see something in the future. Because if you're a Patreon supporter and you went into the post about. You can see what might be. There you will see that we've already picked two of the movies that were, were chosen, possibly a third one, as long as that movie gets released when it's supposed to. Right. And if not, we'll, we'll reshuffle the deck. <laughs> Shuffle. Uh-huh. There you go. Reshuffle the deck. Damn. There you are. If you like to, if you want to check out my letterbox, you could check me out at Tom Cody, also known as Sharky's Machine, which isn't one of the Burt movies we're doing. Mm -mm. So there. It's discussed. It, we do talk about it, yeah. but we're not doing it. No. Or are we? <laughs> <laughs>